Hi guys, it's Emmett. Oh. Sitting on the back stoop of the house. <laughs> the sun's shining. It's warm outside. We've mostly unpacked from the trip. I can hear our neighbor chainsawing up more firewood. We're back from Germany. Life is good. No, oh, hi, Edward. Cat just showed up. Hi. Hi, sweetie. Um, the last day that we were in Munich, we went to this transit museum, which was, uh, you know, had a whole bunch of really interesting cars and bicycles and, uh, motorcycles and, and trains and buggies and carts. And it was fascinating seeing all of these examples because after about half an hour of wandering around this place, I began to see this pattern or, or have this realization, which is that it's easy when you're looking at something to see something as the pinnacle of, of its thing. But when you look at something in the context of whatever comes before it and whatever comes after it, you can see all of the interesting ways that people have explored the design of something over the years. And sometimes it goes in really crazy, kooky ways where they try making three-wheeled cars with plexiglass dome roofs or... Um, or really tiny cars, or really huge cars, or cars shaped like boats, or cars that are steered with tillers, cars that are steered with funny little wheels that look like something you'd use to open a valve on a steam engine. All of these, you know, every single detail of every single thing is a considered design. And the interesting thing is that the things that we sort of take as normal got there through the permutations of all these people whose names you don't even know trying all these things these things you don't even realize were tried to get to the thing that became what we think of as the obvious solution and I think that, that has ramifications for us as makers because when it comes to feeling territorial about some design you might have or or feeling like you know exactly what you want to do or looking back at designs of the past and thinking that they had it perfectly figured out, none of those things are true. Everything is always up for grabs and being adapted by our improving understanding of what's going on and and it's not to say that there isn't you know a sort of regaining of some skills that were close to being lost understanding how to use axes and knives and it's not to say that we aren't can't look at how spoons were made in the past to figure out how spoons might be made in the future 
But it's not as simple as simply saying that, oh, this is how it has been always been done and there's a there's the right way to do it because there's no such thing as the right way. That's what the Transit Museum showed me is that there's only ways that seem particularly good and how you get there is through all of these people over time muddling their way towards the thing that feels particularly good. When you see a uh, you know, 1965 Porsche, and it just looks totally excellent. It got that way. It got the shape it did. It got the size it did. The scale. The let. It, I'm not even going into the 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 how it performs. It got the way it got through experimentation through a process of evolution in which a lot of parameters were pushed to the extremes in one way or another to figure out what was the middle ground that works particularly well. And the thing that works particularly well is not always the middle ground, right? But, but uh, you can always go to one extreme or another beyond whatever the thing is that seems like the sort of excellent version of itself. And so what I take away from the Transit Museum is that while there might be certain ideas that just once they sort of line up, you can see that they kind of click into place and you're like, oh, I see that clicked into place. Like that just makes sense going forward. And, and you could come up with clever ways around that, but really that just makes sense in so many ways until there's some paradigm shift that makes it not make sense. Like the sort of basic bike frame, like the fact that bicycles by and large have two wheels that are the same size. And then that sort of basic bike frame shape that we all know that just makes sort of fundamental sense on a geometrical human energy transfer way. It took a lot of trial and error to get there. But now that that is understood, all of the sort of clever ways to not have that tube frame be the shape that it is, look like overly clever strivings to be different, not a true leap forward in our understanding of how can something can fundamentally be made different or, or how something can fundamentally be made better because different is not the same as better. So the goal for all of us as makers, I think, is to gain an understanding of our material and our process and our craft so that we can understand what is the tube frame, what is the bike frame of our process, what just fundamentally works, and what could stand to be improved, and what are the sort of leaps forward that we could make in how things are created and how things function that can help us take the things that work and carry them forward and make them better without trying to be clever about it, but simply trying to be really good. Thanks for listening, you guys. If you haven't been outside yet today, go outside.
at least where I am in the world. It's beautiful. Talk tomorrow.